Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman in South Africa, a couple of days after England's famous win at Newlands uh, with the Port Elizabeth third test between the two sides. Um, seven days away. Attention uh, now turning to that match, though, uh, from the England camp. Bad news yesterday. As expected, Jimmy Anderson, England's leading wicket-taker in tests, has been ruled out the remainder of the series. Sustained a left rib injury in that second test match. Bold, uh, very few overs on day five, I'm sure you remember. Uh, and after an MRI scan here in Cape Town yesterday... Um, it's been decided he will return to the UK in the next couple of days. Craig Overton will remain in South Africa as cover. Um, one slight bit of good news, I suppose. It is bone-related rather than uh, soft tissue. So a recovery time of six to eight weeks, but in all likelihood, uh, we're not going to see Jimmy Anderson um, overseas um, the Sri Lanka series may well come a little bit too soon for him. So a bit of bad news for England. Um, there's been a few bits of bad news throughout this series, injury and illness. But uh, Jimmy Anderson will not play a part in the final two test matches of the series. That means, of course, an opportunity. Mark Wood uh, in the squad. He was never going to be fit before the third test match. But watching him uh, alongside Steve Harmison, actually, we we're watching Mark Wood going through his bowling drills before the second test match during the lunch breaks. He uh, he looks like he is ready to go. So uh, every chance he may come into the reckoning. And of course, Jofra Archer uh, missed the second test match, the victory over South Africa. But uh, again, uh, expected to be fully fit. So uh, a conundrum for Chris Silverwood, the uh, bowling coach, or rather the England coach, former bowling coach, about who he is going to select. Uh, one man who will definitely play. 
uh, is that man, Ben Stokes, man of the match. Although he believes, as he tells Guy Swindles, that it should have been uh, another player in that England setup who was uh, more deserving of the honour following the win over South Africa. The guys in this game, you know, I said in the uh, after the game there, you know, we've got some seriously young kids in this team with, with inexperience and, and they've turned up in the big moments in the game. Um, you know, Zach Crowley, Ollie Pope, Sam Curran is obviously a lot more experienced than the other two, but um, the future looks so good for England um, going forward and, um, you know, it's a, it's a great time to be part of this England test team. And the man you mentioned over the man of the match as well. Mr Sibley didn't do badly. <laughs> yeah, well, he shafted me there. I mean, when they came up to me and said, you man of the match, I was like, no, like, it's got to be Sibbers. You know, I, I came in and, um, in a situation with the bat where it was, you know, pretty much a licence. If, if it came off great, if it didn't, we weren't in a, in a bad situation anyway. And then, you know, coming at the end and clean the tail up, you know, it's not... Um, you know, it's what, what he, you do. Well, yeah, I mean, what he did, you know, stayed out there for 500 minutes I think and really set the game up for us to be able to drive it forward on when I managed to come into bat on that morning on day four so um, you know he did all the hard yards and, and managed to stick it out and didn't change his game plan once um, so you know he, he is he is a seriously big reason why he won this test match and um, yeah so I keep trying to put the man of the match thing back in his place and he keeps taking it out of his bag putting it into mine I said you've shafted me once not doing it again if this ends up back on my spot we're not sitting next to each other again <laughs> final thought Ben it is the third test. You've got a break, which is important. But thoughts ahead of the third test? Um, well, yeah, as you say, you know, it's, it's a good chance to, to have a break and refresh the body. You know, there's a, um, you know, not going to lie, the, the boys are a bit sore. You know, it's been absolutely roasting hot here uh, throughout this test match. So, um, you know, a nice few days of recovery for everybody will will do the world of good. So a few days off for, for relaxation for Ben and his family. have been through a lot in the last uh, couple of weeks. Um, but yes, uh, to Port Elizabeth, the team fly out on the 11th. So a couple of days here in Cape Town. Um, the f- five-day test cricket uh, back in the news again. Cricket South Africa on the morning of the fifth day, actually, at Newlands, coming out firmly in favour of four-day test cricket. They were the first team alongside Zimbabwe to ever play a four-day test match. Uh, and the conversation continues, really. I mean, would it have been a draw? Uh, the game, of course, would have uh, been very different. England possibly wouldn't have batted as long as they did in second innings. It might have been a little bit more of a hurry up earlier on in proceedings. But the fifth day scenes, another reminder of why we truly love this game. Um, it really doesn't get much better after investing so much time and effort and energy to sit there in the final hour of play deep into day five and uh, watch your team win away. It really doesn't get any better than that. Uh, Day one of the Newlands Test match, a chance really to talk about uh, where the game is um, and to hear now from the likes of uh, Mark Butcher and Steve Harmison, um, Darren Goff and also Jared Kimber, um, a more considered view of whether the future really should um, include four-day Test cricket as opposed to five. I mean, there's so many different factors to it, but when it comes down to it, they're trying to imitate the golf structure, and that makes a lot of sense, uh, from, as you said, from a, a corporate uh, sort of thinking and from fans. 
But when it comes down to cricket, I think there's so many extra things that they haven't thought about. And, you know, having talked to some of the CEOs, they, I think they just haven't done a, a realistic look at how much it will change the game itself. And, and I think when you really look at it, um, you know, the, the main thing you hear is people say, well, it's tradition. We've always played five days, which is nonsense, of course. We've played three days, four days, five days, six days, and timeless tests. So the tradition angle, I'm willing to move aside. But it will actually change the fabric of what test cricket is. I think it will change things for spinners, uh, for seam bowlers, as well uh, and uh, I think we need to factor all those things in before we just make a decision. Harmi, it's not a whole day because the proposal is that four day test cricket will comprise of 98 over days rather than 90 over days so actually we wouldn't lose a whole day we'd lose 58 overs in total. So uh, again, I know that you're a traditionalist, <laughs> and I think the majority of England players, not all, but the majority of England players, past and present, like to stick to five days. Perhaps you might be swayed by, uh, by things like the Ashes. I mean, four-day tests might suit other series. Yeah, four-day tests might suit other series, you're right. I, I'm not sure I'd be keen on the Ashes going to, to four-day tests. I, like some of the England players have said so far, I think the game has moved that much and that quickly over the last 10 years. I think you have to, you have to, be, uh, you have to be keen on change because if it's going to make the game better. If it's going to, for commercial reasons, I'm all against it. If it's for the right reasons to make sure that you know, players go on tour, they, they have an extra day to prepare for each test match. If they get themselves the right recovery, then you know, I'm all for it. Look, when it comes down to five days, it says it's a five-day test match. That doesn't mean the game has to go five days. Yeah, it, you've got five days to get a result. You've got five days between your 11 players to work out how we beat the opposition over the course of five days. The only thing that changes is exactly the same theory. As it goes down to four, there's 50 overs less. And I think there will be... It's a bit like the 100. It was a bit like 2020 when it came around in 2002. You know, I think you have to, you have to see how it goes mm. before you really, you really be critical of it. I, I, I'm, I'm a bit like what Mark Nicholas said before. I thought it was a good idea, but then when you look at it, a bit like what Jared's saying, there are things in there that just where you're going back to the traditional way, which you want a, a five-day test match. But I think from a supporter's point of view, playing on a you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is a good thing. I think that is a good thing. But there are, there are a lot of traditions that, you know, the Ashes, five-day test matches, I think they potentially have to see it. But another quick point, if we go down to four-day test matches, because we've always said, well, five-day because it's, you know, it's a... You know, played by better quality, you know, give people longer to develop their skills. Does that mean uh, four-day four day first-class cricket goes down to three days? Because we've been there before and I thought that was a disaster. Mm. Right, Adam Canning, you're spokesman on behalf of the Barmy Army. Um, it's all very well and good, us sitting up here in the commentary box uh, in the air conditioning with uh, fridges of cold water. We don't spend much time on the terraces. Where do you stand on this? Bear in mind that 60% of test matches in the last uh, three years have not gone to a fifth day. Would it, would it make life a bit easier for you, knowing that you're going to get four days of action? And um, I can't speak on behalf of all England cricket fans, obviously, but obviously... But you can speak on behalf of all the Barmy Army, well, I insist. Not, not all of them. <laughs> the, the feedback we get from our members and the conversations we have is that test cricket is the one format that we don't need to alter we've got plenty of other formats of cricket we've got the 100 starting we've got t20 we've got odi but test cricket is renowned around the world for being 
the ultimate test in sport. It's five days, it's a long slog, it's a mental battle for players, it's a physical battle for players. There's so many stories that develop along the way um, during test matches and test series. And there's moments that we would miss out on, magical moments from previous Ashes series gone by and test cricket ser series gone by that if the game had only gone four days, we would have missed out on Edgebaston 05 being, being one example of those. So it's not a format that we feel need, needs alteration. Test, look around us. We've got five to 10,000 England fans that have flown halfway around the world to watch this. There's a demand for this. There's um, an Ashes series this summer where we had essentially five sellout crowds for four to five days. So let's leave this test cricket alone, please. It's, it's the ultimate. There's a demand for it. And I can't see how changing it to four days is going to create a new demand for um, fans that don't already enjoy it. There's a demand for it but in, in England, but there isn't necessarily a demand for it around the rest of the world. And the moment you just picked there was, was 05. So the, you're absolutely right. It was a magical moment of Test cricket and it would be really terribly sad if we if we were to miss out on those moments. But they're few and far between now. And Jared, historically, they're becoming fewer and further between because most games it's happening naturally isn't it it's just a it's an organic process test cricket is being played quicker by batsmen who score quicker and therefore that fifth day is becoming more and more naturally redundant i think that's a that's an overreaction to something that's happened very recently a couple of years ago we had the best batting era probably outside of when bradman played and if we played uh, test matches for over four days then even if it's four and a half days when you factor in the overs uh, I think we still would have had a lot of draws. Basically if you look at the last ten years uh, we have a, one out of every four tests, uh, sorry one out of every five tests is drawn um, if we moved it to this mark it would be one out of every four. So there is a there is a change there. It's not, it's not a massive change it's the last couple of years where we've seen no batsmen be able to stay in for more than 15 minutes that we're sort of reacting to we can't we can't really believe that that's going to happen, continue to happen. The, the last couple of years, the batting average in test cricket has been the same as first-class cricket. We've almost never seen that in the history of the game before. That's not a consistent thing. So if, if the people who are running cricket actually believe that's the case, they're going to have to continue to tell people to change pitches. But also, once you move it to four days, there, there's so many other factors like, you know, one day's rain can completely change everything. You're going to have a lot more declarations because you're going to change the way that people actually have to play the game. I think you're going to get a lot more bits and pieces um, all-rounders who are going to have to come in because of these long days. The, the current um, over rate at the moment in 2019 is 13.5 overs an hour, which I'm sure makes the Barmy Army really happy when they're out uh, in the sun. If we were to play 98 overs for that, it would take 7 hours and 15 minutes. Uh, you know, poor uh, fast bowlers running in for that. It's, it, it's going to change a lot of things. What about the home union gets to choose four or five days? The hosts get to choose. Because home ground advantage... If they choose to have a four-day test match, then they should, in theory, be prejudicing their chances of victory. No, not for me. I think if it's going to four days, it's going to four days. And like what Adam said, it's it goes across the board. Everybody plays the same. You know, we are we are having this this argument about four-day cricket, talking probably as. Would I say would I be wrong and right saying Jared that we are probably the strongest board when it comes to Test match cricket, that we we have the most support. I know Australia have got the big venues, the big grounds where they get ninety thousand in, but it's ninety thousand for one day and then it goes down to sort of twenty thousand, twenty thousand, twenty thousand. I mean it's an argument e either Australia or England are the two test the nations, aren't two they? Two proper not proper, take that back. You know, two big nations where it's well supported, it's not dying. 
and actually it's working. So we're having this argument and it's not flawed as, as such, but it's in a way where you're thinking, well, actually, five-day cricket in test matches is working for England and for Australia, but in the ICC's eyes, over the cross the board of 10, or is it 12, test playing nations, it's not working because it's not working in the Caribbean, it's not working in Bangladesh, it's not working in Zimbabwe. So Almost everywhere, apart everywhere from England and Australia. So that's, that's the argument the ICC will, will throw at you, saying it isn't working. So, you know, for me, I'm, I'm split either way. I think if it's better for the game, I'm all for it. If it's for commercial reasons, I'm dead against it. It's a, it's a topic that is set to continue, um, but unfortunately, I'm not sure it's going to be down to the likes of uh, the TalkSport cricket team to decide. Uh, and all the fans, sadly, um, these kind of decisions are uh, made behind closed doors. So we shall wait and see. Enjoy five-day test cricket while you can. Uh, that pretty much brings us to the end of today's show. We will have another offering for you tomorrow. Zach Crawley um, uh, will be uh, chatting to uh, Guy Swindle so uh, stay tuned for that and also come back we're going to be broadcasting or repeating some of our uh, lunchtime shows today of course a four day five day uh, test uh, debate tomorrow's following on podcast um, we're going to uh, revisit a conversation an in-depth uh, look back at the career of Robin Jackman the former England uh, bowler who of course uh, grew up here in South Africa uh, he sat down during day two of the uh, second test match with Mark Nicholas so uh, yeah come back for that but uh, that brings us to today's at the end of today's show so thanks for listening please subscribe and review at Acast iTunes and Spotify and you've been listening to the following on podcast The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 